You're listening to Gifted with Sheila White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show today. I'm excited today. I have a sister with me in the house today, Dr. Sonia Curtis. And you know, we all suffer two things. We either suffer the pain of discipline or we suffer the pain of regret. You know, a lot of times people have a paralysis of analysis, trying to figure out what should I do about my health? What should I do about these decisions? And so we may suffer from one of those two things. But you know, my guest today um, is using her gifts to impact the world. And uh, so I am so excited to have with, with me my special guest today. You know, in a world that has so much unbalance that's going on in this world, this is a person today that can help us get back in balance. And we all need that because she recognizes the value of the natural world in assisting their healing process. A lot of us need healing. People need healing mentally emotionally, spiritually, there's a lot of healing that needs to happen. But she wants people not only to get well, but to stay well. And so Dr. Sonia Curtis is the founder of 3D Wellness, which focuses on holistic healing and integrative medicine. We're going to get into a lot of stuff today. We're going to deep sea dive. I'm so excited today. And you know, a little bit of her background, she grew up in Germany. That's different for a lot of us because a lot of people have never been to Germany. Not only have we not been to Germany, maybe, but she grew up as a military child, which is really interesting. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, too. But this furthered her passion for more natural remedies. She's certified throughout the Institute of Functional Medicine and a graduate from the University of Nebraska Medical Center for Physicians Assistant Program. And after a decade of practicing, she pursued a doctorate of naturopathy from the Clayton College of Natural Medicine. So whatever is going on with you today, whatever is ailing you, we've got someone right here that can give you your moment of impact. Welcome to the show, Dr. Sonia, today. Welcome, glad to be here. Thank you, Ms. Sheila. <laughs> well, you know what? There's so much that we have to talk about. So we're going to just jump right in here. You know, first of all, I just want to know a little bit of what it was like to grow up in Germany. We've heard so many things about that country of Germany, but not only growing up in Germany, what was it like growing up with as a military child in Germany? Let's talk a little bit about that and give our audience a little understanding. Well, it was an interesting and it was something that I took for granted at the time. Wow. I wow. first was over there three times. My dad did three tours okay. in Germany mm -hmm. and I was five when I came back. And it was funny when I came back to Arkansas with my grandmother. who had Arkansas from Germany to Arkansas. Arkansas. Talk about a night and day difference, right? <laughs> really? So my dad didn't have enough rank to stay mm. on the military base. So we had to stay on the economy. So we stayed amongst the Germans. So during that time, we didn't have TV like we have it now. Wow. So we had to watch German TV. So wow. I used to like the cartoons. So I learned the German there. Mm. When I came back to the States, my grandmother would 
asked me something in English and I would answer her in German. And she said, what y'all did to my baby? What happened to my baby? She was talking and then all of a sudden, look at her. What what you guys do to my baby? You're talking about Arkansas now, right? Arkansas. Arkansas, yeah. Yeah. So then the second time I went back, I was a early teenager Mm -hmm. and I went to Berlin. Now that Mm. was an experience beyond because that was when the wall was up. So during that time, in order to go to the other side, to the the west Mm -hmm. side, you had to go through the communist side. So the Americans were only allowed to travel at night. Oh, my goodness. I ran cross country. In seventh grade, I had to leave my parents to go on the duty train, get to the other side, then Frankfurt or whatever. Yeah. And then run the next day, get back on the duty train and come back. Wow. It took me about three trips to realize this is fun. Oh my goodness. Oh my so, goodness. so that was an amazing um, journey. Mm-hmm. And then I went back the latter, the latter years. And then mm-hmm. I actually, um, an adult early entering the adult. And I worked for the German economy while I went to school when I went back with my parents. Wow. Now what was, the, was the, the culture like as far as the food and things? Because when you talk about Arkansas, I can only imagine. I can only imagine that Southern cooking, getting used to that, getting your, your taste buds tantalizing with all of this Southern cooking. But then Germany, I'm sure, is a different type of culinary art, so to speak. You know, um, what was it like? And what were some of the foods that you as a child and it being in the military situation as an American had to get used to, um, you know, just to be able to say, hey, you know what? It's not like you could just maybe run to McDonald's or or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or KFCs. <laughs> well, back in the day, my parents, we couldn't go to KFC. So if you went to McDonald's or KFCs, that was a that was a treat. So wow. but it was just totally different. The food mm. was fresh. OK, and I, my dad was in the military, so I never really grew up in Arkansas. We would just kind of go there in between duty stations. Okay. So yeah, I would go there. It was okay. But I really didn't eat all that food that they had there anyway. Mm. The food was fresh. It was arm to table. I mean, Mm. they they went shopping every day. They had fresh bread every day. Oh my goodness. They ate all parts of the animals. They had blood sausage. I was like, I'm not eating no blood sausage. (laughs) And the interesting thing there was no limit on alcohol. So as a teenager, oh. we indulge a little alcohol, but yeah. I shouldn't have. Yeah. But alcoholism is not as rampant there, for, I think, for that reason. Mm. But the food was utterly amazing. I'm a mm. German at heart. Mm. I love German food. Wow. Schnitzel and just the mm. way they cook their food is all natural. Wow. And, you know, not only that, that's such an interesting story, you know, because people think of Germany, there's a lot of things run through our minds, but let's go and connect that background that you had kind of moving up to today. I know there's a story that you have. There's a signature story that you have going from that little girl growing up as a military child in Germany, the different language, different culture as an American living there. How did it bring you up to today? Tell us about your story. Go back a little bit and tell us how it all began. Okay. My grandmother, Sadie Mae, she taught us the importance of taking care of my body from a young age. Okay. And I would love the summers going to spend down with them. So it was a truly, like I said, a farm to table experience, even with my grandmother. Mm. They grew their own vegetables. They raised their own livestock. And it was an amazing journey. 
Mm. But don't let but don't let one of us kids cough because she would line us up one by one and she would give us one of those remedies that was passed yeah. down from her grandmother. Natural remedies. Oh, some of them were disgusting. Okay. Mm. Mm. But Sadie, she had a remedy for everything. Wow. Yeah. I never thought that those experiences and then with growing up in Germany would even ignite my passion for medicine. But it wasn't mm. until years later, a divorced mother of two. Mm-hmm. I even pursued that passion. Yeah, yeah. And initially, I started off as a physician assistant because I always mm-hmm. love helping everybody. Mm. And I thought, okay, this is the thing to do. But after practicing for a while, I was tired of giving a pill or a okay. pill. Okay. And people didn't want to take responsibility for their own health. Wow. I was just tired of just being their crutch. Wow. Okay. Wow. So I came full circle when I went back to school to become a naturopath. Okay. And it was an amazing journey because now I had finally the science to go with my grandmother's remedies. Oh, my goodness. And it was like, <laughs> oh, the light bulb came on. Full circle, full circle. Uh, you know, and then I opened up my own practice and I'm like, okay. this is it. This is it. Wow. But have you ever had that passion for something, but you're still trying to figure out what is my purpose? Mm. Well, that's kind of where I was even after I owned my own practice. It's like, okay, well, what am I going to, you know, everybody says you have to have a niche. What am I looking for? What's mm. what's my ideal client? And then one day I received a phone call from my daughter and it changed everything. So I picked up the phone and my daughter was like, mom, she was just <laughs> bawling, right? And I don't know about you, if you have kids. When yes, yes, yes. Call, what, yeah, your first thing you're like, oh my God, what happened? You're just right, just, right yeah. The mother bear they, comes out, yeah, the mother yeah. bear. <laughs> one of those things like, oh my God, what's going on with my child? Mm-hmm. So she said, and finally I calmed her down. She says, mom, did you look at the text? Text, what are you talking about? I, I'm just answering the phone. Yeah. So I, that time I opened the text mm-hmm. and I put my phone on speaker and I opened it. And oh my God. It was her face and her lips were so swollen. They look like a balloon ready to burst. Oh my goodness. I'm like, what in heck is going on? Is she having an anaphylactic reaction? Is her throat going to swell up? Whatever. And I'm panicking. And then I'm like, okay, she's panicking. And I'm like, hold on. Somebody's got to calm down. So I'm like, sweetheart, what is going on? She had moved out. She was in her own apartment. Okay. So she calmed down. I calmed down so I can calm her down. Yeah. Yeah. And then we went going on. And I said, I'll tell you what, I'm going to send you to a couple of my friends and colleagues. Okay. I'm okay. just going to figure out what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Everybody mm. said the same thing. Okay. Ma'am, your labs are normal. You don't know what's wrong with you. I don't know. Mm. And one of the guy even said he was an allergist, actually a friend of mine. He says, well, take this pill. There's probably some inflammation of some sort. You just have to take this pill for the rest of your life. I'll get over it. It's going to be okay. Wow. Mm. And then we did it for a little while. And then when she was pregnant, I was like, no, uh-uh, this cannot happen. Mm. I do not want my grandbaby to be doped up on an antihistamine for the rest of her life. Wow. So we began to apply these remedies that my grandmother had and some Mm -hmm. of them were limited because she was pregnant the biggest thing was lifestyle and we began Mm. to clean up her gut and once we cleaned up her gut we took things out of her diet we took gluten out of her diet we took dairy out of her diet and we we focused on mind body therapy medicine and Mm. then all of a sudden 
one day she said, mom, my lip hasn't swelled in a week and I've been off medication. Wow. She said, it hasn't swelled in a month. And then she said, oh my God, not only did the lip swelling go away, my panic attacks went away. Hmm. The swelling that she had of her hands, the rash that she had, all those things went away too. Wow. And she says, I think I'm healed. And I said, uh-huh. That was my defining moment, Sheila. Mm. I knew Ooh. that my purpose in life was to help women and other people that have been just discharged mm. from the regular medical system. We don't know what's wrong with you, but they don't want to look and find the answer. Wow. And when I began to dive deeper, I took matters into my own hand as being her mother. Mm-hmm. And we did some further testing and found out she had an autoimmune disorder. Oh my. She had mm. thyroiditis and that's when your body is fighting against itself. The master gland in your thyroid, she was killing it off. Oh my goodness. By what she was eating and what she was doing. But when she made that change, all the other things changed. Wow. So I keep, I, if I can't leave anything else with your audience, if there's mm. something burning passion wow. and, and you keep searching and searching and searching and it just, it's like, I, I know God told me to do this. I know this mm. is what I'm supposed to do, but you keep running up against obstacles. Yeah. And even when you feel that and you feel like, I don't know what my purpose is. Mm. When I found out what my purpose was, that's what happened. It's wow. like, there it is. There it is. <laughs> that so. is interesting that, you know, you, you said appeal for an ill, you know, appeal for an ill. And this is a society that, you know, it's quick, you know, there's a little pain, there's a little discomfort, and they're so quick to put you on medication, some type of pill. But what is the importance of the mind and the body connection? You know what I'm saying? Because mentally, um, you know, a lot of people are just so used to just swallowing something and not understanding the correlation between the mind and the body, you know what I'm saying? You said that she was kind of like, wait a minute, something's going on here. So she, her mind started changing like, hey, I haven't, I'm not doing this. I'm not taking this medication. And so she's making those connections mentally. How important is that for us to pay attention to those types of things? You said a mouthful. I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> Psychoneuroimmunology. Okay? okay, say that one again. Psychoneuroimmunology. Okay. <laughs> That's when disease actually clicks in the mm. mindset. What do we see every day? You watch there's a commercial. You have this, 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 this. It may be this, 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 this. It may be that, that, that. Or if you take this pill, da, 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 da. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's what we do. Like we go to the doctor. Now they're doing commercials to do what? Mm. Get into here. Wow. To start making you think, oh, yeah. I got a stomach ache. Is it that? Mm. There's a mind gut connection. Oh my okay. goodness. Okay. Oh, so there's nine pathways from the gut to the brain, and there's mm-hmm. one pathway from the brain to the gut. Mm. So the Bible says, such a man thinketh, so is he. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. But if you go stand in a garage, you're not going to come, come become a car. So there's a certain, <laughs> there's certain limits to that. Uh-huh. But we have to think with the mindset from a healthy mindset. And mm. our healthcare system today, it's sick care. Wow. It's not health care. Yes, that's we true. Manage your illness, but we don't want to prevent it. Mm, mm. So mindset is key. I want to tell you the story. I, there was a lady that had 
she went to the doctor. Okay. And they told her she had breast cancer. Mm. What had happened? They said what happened was, as they yeah, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the they had mixed up her mammogram with another lady that had cancer. Oh my! But because they told her she had breast cancer, when they figured it out, and they had her to come back in to repeat her test, mm-hmm. she had breast cancer. Ooh. Because she had told herself that she had breast cancer. Oh, my goodness. That's really interesting. So the mind is is one of the most powerful things. I mean, I worked hematology, oncology and nursing Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. I became a PA. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting. I would see people that I thought that, okay, they should be dead by tomorrow when I come back from my shift. Mm. They would get over it because they in their mind, they're just like, I'm not letting this disease succumb to this disease. And there were other people that had disease. You think, okay, you should get over it. You should be home because of the stress. Mm-hmm. They succumb to the disease. Now, I'm not saying, you know, you can work your way out of, you know, your mind don't be crazy about it. Exactly. But what I'm exactly. saying is on a regular basis, mm-hmm. mindset is very powerful when you wow. it in the right way. Wow. You know, it, and it's interesting because you said as a man think it, so is he. So just whatever you put into your mind and that mindset can affect your outcome. You know, it's like your input affects your outcome. And it's really, really interesting because, um, you know, there there is a scripture in the Bible that I know that says laughter is good medicine. So we're talking about medicine sort of today. Um, is laughter good medicine for the soul? I mean, is there some type of connection with having a happy attitude? uplifted spirit, so to speak. Um, we talked about the mind and body connection, but can that spirit, can that, can that kind of help to aid in our healing, um, helping us to get better, to feel better, or is it just all kind of, you know, religion or, you know, people just saying something? Is there, is there a connection? Have they found that? Yes, there's tons of tons of connection. Mm. One of the things I always leave my patients with it's Tiffany laughter is good for the medicine. They actually have <laughs> laughing therapy. Oh my goodness. Helps. Yes. So there's laughing therapists. You can actually look it up. Look it up on Google because I know y'all gonna do it. So just look it up. <laughs> and it's out there. Okay. And but the thing of it is, even with gratitude, you don't even mm. have to go as far as with laughter. Okay. You can go with gratitude. Okay. Okay. Tons and research and study has been done with gratitude. Mm. And I always tell people and my patients, somebody, if you woke up this morning, yeah, you got something to be grateful for. Wow. If you have legs. There's somebody that wish, you know, if you have leg pain, there's somebody that wish they had legs. So wow. Wow. I heard somebody said that the glass is the glass half empty or is a glass half full. Mm-hmm. And somebody came back and said, no, the glass is refillable. I said, drop the mic. Okay, <laughs> drop the mic. But that's what it is. We have to look at life in that set, in that yeah, setting. Yeah, yeah. Because gratitude on a mm. on a scientific level increases mm. dopamine, and mm. we all know dopamine is that pleasure part of the brain. Okay, okay. So you feel okay. happy, you know, euphoria. Mm. But it also decreases inflammation down to the cellular level. Wow. Just the act of gratitude. So doing that 10 minutes a day, I have people do it five minutes when they wake up okay, and five minutes when they go to bed. Wow. And I have them think of three things that you're grateful for okay, and why. 
because mm. you why and then those three things have to change every 72 hours oh you know, okay, okay. Like you meditate you know think on these things pure just lovely those things and you know sometimes we get so mixed up as this metal metaphysical area yeah um but it's true wow. meditation wow is key mm. it decreases we are vibrating we are energy beings and it decreases mm. that energy and it brings that inflammation down wow. they actually did a study at um, i think it's strips mm -hmm. it's a hospital i think in minnesota okay Don't quote me on that but they these were people that were inoperable because mm. they had so many wow. issues for cardiovascular issues mm. so they did yoga mm -hmm. meditation laughter therapy all oh different my types goodness. of different modalities wow and when wow. they came black the plaque in their heart had reversed wow. just those therapies alone so the mind wow. is very very powerful and we just have to feed it the right food mind food yeah. that's amazing that's amazing you know that's that's something that everyone can walk away and take something from i mean yoga meditation laughter therapy i mean that in and of itself i mean you, when you look at the world a lot of people say god must have a sense of humor because you look at some of the things and some of the people and certain things that go on and i know i'm a person that just loves comedy and and people are like you just you you laughing you're you're, you're funny but it's just i love comedy but it's just a it's a something about finding laughter finding moments as you said gratitude and the littlest things if, if we could just be grateful as you said five minutes in the morning five minutes in the evening, just focus on those three things to make everything turn around. And then every 72 hours, you know, change it up again. Like you said, there was a person that um, was saying, well, my feet hurt, my feet hurt. But then they realized the person didn't have no shoes or no feet at all. Just little things, being able to just breathe on your own, you know, being able to have family. Some people don't have, they don't know their family, you know, they're orphans. They're just, they're just in the world trying to find their family. So there's so many things that we can be grateful for without realizing all the material things because some people think if i get more i'm going to be happy if i hit the lottery if i get that right person in my life if i have that right type of job um you know right type of home but those things don't really bring that simplicity in life to just you know just walking you know taking a walk in the park and hearing the the leaves crinkle under your feet and hearing the birds in the trees and the soft breeze on your skin that's gratitude that's yes. gratitude you know what i'm saying versus thinking um i don't have the right shoes on or it's so cold out here whatever and even the actual cold some people can't feel you know they, there's i know certain conditions where you can pinch them and do things they have no feeling and so i love that i love that tip of just having a gratitude in your day putting gratitude in your day and 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 that does come from i think of um a, a spiritual wellness you know um, having a spiritual wellness about yourself, having a physical wellness, and then having a mental wellness, you know, kind of as we talked about. And then there's that emotional, you know, because some people are emotionally constipated, Dr. Sonia. They're like so blocked up until you can't really get in to make a point or do anything because they're just full of stuff. You know, you mentioned about the gut. Let's talk a little bit about the gut, the stomach, the, 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 underbelly part as they say of us how does that affect even our our wanting to be grateful i wanted to be gratitude or our emotional 
or uh, physical well-being. I mean, where's the ties in that? Because a lot of people just don't realize that what they're eating is also eating them. It is affecting them. So yes. let's talk about the gut health a little bit. For those that don't understand gut, when we say that, first, let's break that down. I just use a simple term. When we say gut, <laughs> what do we really mean? <laughs> well, we're talking about the whole, the GI, the GI tract, the stomach, the intestines, and the elimination and all of okay. that. Okay. So the, we just cut it short for saying mm-hmm. gut health. Okay. And okay. if you have gut health, then you can have brain health because your gut mm. is really considered the second brain. Okay. Mm. We have 75% of wow. our neurotransmitters, like your dopamine. Those are the feel good. You know, a lot of people are running around here on, on antidepressants because they're low on serotonin, but all wow. those 75% of those are stored in the gut. Now, what are we in? We're in the middle of COVID, a pandemic. Yeah. 75% of immunity is what? Mm. It starts in the gut. Okay. So, you know, nobody's talking about this right now about gut health and immunity Mm -hmm. and how it boosts up the immunity, Okay, but it does. And so, like I said, you got nine pathways from the brain to the gut. So Mm. how do we get that in? By the food we eat. Mm. And I want you to think about this, the things you put in your car, like, let's say you drive a BMW. Okay. Okay. All right. Would you put regular gas if there be a, you know, would you put regular gas or Mm in your BMW? Okay. We wouldn't, right? No, no. Right after we eat, our body is the most toxic. So when we put food in, it's like the fuel we put in our body. So the better the fuel that's in our body, aka the fuel Mm -hmm. in your BMW, okay. put regular in your Mm -hmm. BMW. Okay. So why put junk food in your body? Mm. All right. So when you're putting that junk food in your body, Mm -hmm. your body has to work twice as hard now. For instance, when the granulated sugar, yeah. it shuts down your immune system four to six hours once you consume oh, it. My goodness. And four everyone loves sugar and everything. Sugar in the coffee, you know, dessert after you eat. It's sugar is in so much. And just to realize that that sugar is shutting down your immune system, mm-hmm. as you say, five to six hours. And we're in a COVID you know, situation where people are trying to do things to enhance their health and taking things, but they're hurting themselves by shutting down their immune system. So correct. And so we want our bodies to work and want it Mm -hmm. to do things, but we take care of our cars better than we take care of our bodies. We'll take our car in for a checkup. We'll take it in for oil. Tire rotation. Tire rotation. Yeah. But we won't check in and do a mental as you say emotions and that's another Mm. stress is key because stress and it's so funny when you hear stress what's the what's when you hear stress most people think oh it's a negative i don't have a divorce i don't have this i don't have that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but stress is good Mm. it can be a good thing it can be i'm saying it can be a good thing that's Mm -hmm. causing a bad reaction to your body exercise too much raises your cortisol, which raises your insulin. Mm. Okay. So too much can break your body down. It's just not as well as not enough. Right. And so the one thing I like about what I do, I individualize it. So it's not about, Mm. okay, Sheila, with your Mm -hmm. blank disease. Right, right, right. Sheila, this is what 
your body needs. Right. And I tell people, I, ta- I teach them how to tap into your innate ability to heal itself. Mm. Our body is speaking. But the question is, are we listening? Wow. When you have reflux, you got gas, you got a headache, you have high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. High blood pressure isn't a disease. High blood pressure is a manifestation of endothelial dysfunction, which is a dysfunction in your blood vessels that's that something is going wrong. Oh walk around goodness. and say, I have hypertension. Yeah, yeah. We become our disease. We mm-hmm. let the doctors put that label on us, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the gut is very, gut health is mm-hmm. very imperative. It's the beginning and the ending of okay. some diseases. Wow. And one is with the food. When we get, and just changing the right food. Mm. You know, stop mm. eating so much of this junk food. Mm. You know, in the 70s, I think Yale University, there was a doctor at Yale University said, oh, when we eradicated smallpox, so we eradicated disease. Okay. What happened? Industrial mm. farming. Start making bread, wonder mm. bread. Mm. Little Twinkies, Ho-Hos, all those things that stay on the shelf for day in and day out. Mm-hmm. Okay. I always tell people, when you read your labels on your 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 food right right so-called food if you have to take a hooked on phonics course to read the ingredients Mm. that is not food that's chemical wow we're eating chemicals yes and so it's breaking down your body Mm. you know was oh i wouldn't eat formaldehyde i wouldn't put that in my body but yet we eat junk food Mm. Mm. so the junk food is just eroding and, and tearing us up also wow. digestion when we're stressed mm. out mm-hmm. just taking that and just like churning mm-hmm. i don't know about you but i'm old enough to where yeah. when we go down south yeah. we would have to get up and speak and do our easter speak okay and i would have so many butterflies thank you happy <laughs> easter day my <laughs> knees are shaking and you want to throw up and that's what yeah. happened when you're so yeah. nervous and all yeah. of that but that is your enteric nervous system so it's feeding with the brain and it's shutting down for fight or flight mm. your, the things in your gut. So when it shuts mm. it down, you can't digest, can't do all those good things that you're supposed to do. Oh, wow. You don't have that good blood flow or too much of it. Mm. And so then, so the stress becomes it. And like I yeah. said, good stress, you, you, have a, you have your own business. That's, right. that's a stressor. It's okay. something good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you've been raped. It doesn't mean yeah. that, you know, that you're in Some a divorce. trauma happened. Yeah. We think stress equals trauma. Okay. But stress okay. equals life. Mm. You know, because sometimes we think, I had a patient today and I said, let me see, there's that S on your chest. Mm. You know, she was a nurse, she was working night shift. Now she's going to get another, another shift during the day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but your health is failing. So you got to give up something. Wow. You know, when you mentioned, um, like, as far as what you eat, people talking about this pandemic, you know, people are under stress, they're, they're having anxiety, they're having depression. um, And they're going to the doctor, so many different things, children been out of school for, you know, a period of time, wearing masks, being away from family, all these things that are going on. um, With the person that's dealing with an anxiety or depression, what are some things that they can do? in the midst of it all to help with that. I mean, um, like you said, food would definitely be one of those things. What are some lifestyle modifications 
that people can take because all around the world, people are experiencing some of the same symptoms and they're running to the doctor and the doctor's like, okay, you know, here's a pill for the ill, you know? (laughs) And, but what are some lifestyle modifications that people can do to help alleviate during this pandemic that we're still somewhat in some of the stress, some of the um, anxiety, depression, even children are experiencing, you know, a great amount of depression and and anxiety. And they're like in elementary school, Mm -hmm. you know, so what are some lifestyle modifications that just anyone at any age can do to be able to um, help their cause or help their situation during this time? One of these is we have to learn to get rid of this, Sheila. Oh, my, the phone. That phone, that plug-in drug. Yeah, <laughs> that telephone. plug-in drug. Plug-in plug drug. drug. So screen. Some people can go. Kids. They can't go to sleep. They have to have it on. They can't turn it off. It's by their bedside. It's, it's amazing. Early in the morning, you get up. It's like before coffee. Turn the phone on. You know, whatever. That's amazing. And the when phone. we were phone, when we were mm-hmm. kids, we it was a very important dinner time. So mm-hmm. eating in a nice, relaxed area. Okay. Eating together as a family, doing things together as a family. Mm. We don't do Mm. that anymore. Mm. Johnny's got baseball. Susie's got cheerleading. Yeah. You know, mom's got a a staff meeting. Dad's traveling. Dad's working overtime. (laughs) We lose that sense of family or it's a single person that has Mm. to do this. I was a single parent with two kids Mm -hmm. and I had to think of ways, you know, to try to spend time with them and just Pulling out sometimes the old board game, mm-hmm. making sure you're drinking plenty of water because what wow. happens with our brain, mm. our gut tissue has the same tissue as the the, the gliocytes mm-hmm. and the lymphocytes, I mean, are basically the same. So what I'm right. saying, when there's mucosal tissue, the same mm-hmm. type of sites kind of, I mean, the cells help yeah. clear themselves. Mm-hmm. So in the brain, when we go to sleep, it shrinks. Oh my goodness. And then the glymphatic system, the car wash. Yeah. Washes. Mm. And then when you wake up, it expands again. Oh my goodness. So one of the good things to do is drink eight ounces of water on waking up. Oh my. Because now you're hydrating, keeping your body hydrated. Mm. Also movement therapy. Mm. Sitting is the new smoking. Wow, that's so true. That is so true with all of the in the messages that people have the meetings, they have to sit in front of the computers and, and uh, for so many hours, they're working on their computer sitting there for, you know, eight hours, take a lunch break, come right back. Um, the movement is not there since they're not in office spaces anymore. So you're right, the sitting is the new smoking where they're just, you know, dormant. <laughs> they're just dormant. I call it Zumbat. Zumbat. <laughs> Zumbat. Zumbat. I have Zumbat. <laughs> and, and exercise. And when I say exercise, I hate the word exercise because yeah. it always sounds yeah. like, uh, but yeah. my thing is movement therapy. If you movement love to therapy. dance, dance. Yeah. If you love, you know, skating, skate. Mm. movement, do something that makes you move. Wow. Movement within itself increases what we call brain drive neurotrophic factor Mm. that's almost like giving yourself a dopamine injection that endorphins this exercise Mm. or movement therapy yeah so just actually we look for genes when i'm looking for people with anxiety and depression Uh and i see what type of genetic mutation they have and if exercise the movement therapy Mm. would 
benefit them from an emotional, a mental state. And it does. Wow. So just getting movement, just moving a little bit more. And and like you said, not having the zoom, (laughs) butt type of thing, sitting all day, um, just movement, doing some things that just gets you out there, you know, whether you're taking a walk, taking a break, exercise, you know, in, in the littlest forms of just, you know, deep breathing, even, you know, meditation, you know, um, I love that. Like you said, just being grateful, putting your mind into a different state, you know, and things like that. What am I grateful for today? Three things and then switch it up every 72 hours and, and uh, just eating and drinking water. I mean, these are some simple things that everyone can do. Just be grateful. Even if you're a child, you know, just being grateful that you have a, um, if you're doing class online, at least you have a teacher, you're actually able to learn something. I mean, there's always something to be grateful for. If you're going to a work at a office or whatever, you have a job. If you are at home working, the fact that you still have income coming in, there's always something to be grateful for. As you were saying, these simple lifestyle modifications, just drinking water. And some people I've heard them say they hate water. They don't like to drink water. They don't like the taste of water. I've heard people say that. And I know there's all these flavored drinks, which has sugar, goes back to the sugar, which now we're decreasing that immune system again, as you were saying, five to six hours. So, but there are some things that you mentioned that we can do for just some simple lifestyle modifications that can improve our health, no matter what age that we're at. Now, you know, it brings me to an interesting point because some people that have some of the conditions that we mentioned, whether it's depression, anxiety, uh, diabetes, or whatever it is, um, you know, I know that you had you talk about the functional lab testing. How does that play a role in your practice as far as, you know, you go, someone says, now you have diabetes. I think it's a life sentence. They don't know how to come out of that as far as stage two, how to come out of that. How does functional lab testing, when you get these types of results, how does that play a role in your practice and what you do as a naturopath doctor? Okay. Well, the good thing about functional tests, we try mm-hmm. to look at what's upcoming we don't try we try to head it off before it gets there okay Mm. it's like the gps so you have it gives you a blueprint like okay that's the wrong wrong you know wrong way detour Mm. so for instance like my daughter Mm. when they were looking for her labs looking Mm. at her labs they were only looking at her thyroid one lab one that's the tsh wow there was nine you didn't look at the T3, T4, T3 uptake, T3, T, um, reverse T3, mm-hmm. free T3, free T4, the other, and the other antibodies in the TSI. Okay. That's just the main one that I looked at. So wow. thyroid was working, quote, mm. normal. Mm. But from a wow. functional standpoint, it was abnormal. So we have different guidelines. For mm-hmm. instance... When you look at the PSH range, okay, zero point four five to four point five. That's a huge range. That's a big range, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when they look at that, oh, you're normal. You're normal. Mm-hmm. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna look at okay, you're two. Now six months, you're two point five. Okay, six months later, you're three. Okay, okay, you're trending on the upward. Something's okay. going wrong. Oh, I see. So we need to address it before it gets to 4.5 if we can. Oh, okay. Okay. And so that's what the difference is. We have functional ranges and then there's normal ranges. 
Mm. And so I always tell patients, you know, 0.4 to 4.5. That's like going into Macy's and say, I want a normal woman's shoe. Yeah. What is it? Seven? Eight? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and everybody's body is totally different. Yeah. And what what they're going through. Mm -hmm. And then the same thing with diabetes. Yeah. Insulin is the first thing that goes up looking at C-reactive protein, looking at your insulin resistant, looking at other markers where it says, okay, if you don't change your ways five years from now with this high fasting insulin, mm-hmm. you're going to be a full-fledged diabetic type two. Prime example, wow. my husband. Wow. He would always tell me, oh, I, I have a history of high blood pressure. Oh, look at my labs. My labs are great. Mm-hmm. My labs are good. I can eat a half a pint of ice cream before I go to bed. Mm. Okay. Mm. Two years ago, he was diagnosed with diabetes. Wow. Wow. But Mm. he's reversing it Mm -hmm. through diet. Yeah. Mindfulness. Mindfulness. Ah. And exercise. Wow. Movement therapy yeah. and mm-hmm. supplementation. And then yeah. he's a taking medication. Mm-hmm. So the one thing I love what I do is mm-hmm. the first thing that I'm going to reach for, mm-hmm. it's not going to be a medication. Okay. I'm going to reach for lifestyle, supplement snacks, mm-hmm. and I'm not crazy. Yeah. And then if you need medication, yeah. you need medication. Yeah. But yeah. once we did the lifestyle, cleaned up your gut and all of this, mm-hmm. then now you can probably have to use less medication. Because mm. think about this, Mashiva. Yeah. If you yeah. if you're not absorbing in the gut mm. and you're taking the medication or the supplementation, mm-hmm. how much are you getting? Mm. So imagine you have a hose. Yeah. Yeah. And you walk you you cut the water on. Yeah. And what happened? It goes from here, the water goes out the other side. Right. Now I'm gonna take a water a, a lawnmower uh-huh. and I'm gonna run over that hose. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm gonna yeah. cut the water on again. Mm. So what's happened? The water pressure is going to go down because what it's yeah it's leaking everywhere yeah it's leaking yeah so that's what your gut is it's leaking mm. so you're not getting the full impact of your medication so mm. instead of the doctor looking at to say oh maybe there's an absorption issue maybe you're not absorbing your medication oh my let's goodness. increase your medication oh i see i see so we haven't changed that there's holes. Yeah, yeah. In the water. Right, right. Holes. Yeah. We just put more water in there to get more pressure because mm. we think that's what it's going to do. So that's wow. what the difference between, you know, an integrative functional approach versus the regular medicine approach. And I always tell people, I'm on both sides. Mm. So mm-hmm. we all need both. Wow. But wow. regular medicine mm-hmm. is great for acute. Yeah. And integrative and functional is great for chronic disease or prevention. Wow. You know, that which brings me to an interesting point because we're talking about traditional and non-traditional like medication or, or um and things like that. Why do some doctors just hate um, you know, hate on most of the type of naturopath or non-traditional medicines or, or doctors that are practicing that? Why is there a, like a hate kind of relationship with some of them that just like, hey, don't go there? They're, you know, thinking that you're from another planet or that you're just talking hogwash, even though you're getting these success stories and results, changing lives, making a difference with the body. Why, why does some doctors have that, that hate relationship, you know, with non-traditional type of uh, therapies and medication styles, would you say? 
lack of knowledge. Lack of not, knowledge. But aren't they being taught? taught? Aren't they being no, no, taught no, this? No. Oh my goodness. You know how much nutrition a doctor gets? Hmm. Maybe an hour or two in training. Out of eight years of training. Out of eight years. You know, one hour of nutrition. And we wonder why we're digging a grave with our forks <laughs> because of what yes. we're eating, because they're telling us to just, you know, go ahead and swallow something. Like you said, it's the it's the peel for the eel. <laughs> that's their that's their thing. And I think the pharmaceutical um, areas, they're just getting richer and richer and richer. And like you said, this is not a health care. It's a sick care situation because people are not getting healthier. They're getting worse. You know, obesity is uh, on the rise. Uh, diabetes is on the rise. Um, there's so many people that are dying from so many different diseases, so mm -hmm. to speak. And it's just that they're running to the doctor and the doctors are trying to do what they can do, but they're not getting the slam dunk, having people stop coming to them, you know, getting better after going to them. They're, 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 take, they're signing up as a lifer. You know, you go to the doctor as a child, you're going to be a lifer, which means you're going to see a doctor the rest of your life. It's nothing about- Stamped. Yep. Right. You get stamped. It's not like, OK, after a certain point in time, after I'm a little baby getting these immunizations, I'm done. But you're a lifer. That's what we signed up for with our, our present health uh, condition. How do we are we just losing the battle with this, you know, preventing illness because of the, the perception out there and the misinformation in the media? You see a commercial and it's the lady riding on the horse and there's a nice looking man. And then there's talking about a pill or something like that that you could take for something that's going on. Are we losing the battle, um, would you say, with all of these different types of, of, of information and misinformation that's going on to, to prevent illness in this? What would you say to that? Well, you know what, Sheila, if you had asked me about about three or four years ago, I'd tell uh -huh. you yes. But it's mm. interesting. I'm starting to see a shift even in the conventional world. Okay. They're okay. starting to dive in deeper. I've had okay. patients come to me and they'll say, oh, my doctor told me to watch my diet. And I'm like, mm. ruh -ruh. You know, that's good. You know, like, so I, I'm, 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 I'm hopeful when yeah, I'd yeah, say yeah. that they're starting to see, um, you know, a change. They just okay. did the big thing of sequencing their microbiome mm. where they actually notice in mice where they can change disease. Like their people are getting fecal transplant with chronic, with uh, C. diff. Yeah. Yeah. And they're getting better. And giving feces from another person. I mean, really? they're implanted in their stomach. But they did wow. this thing with called the Goonie Mouse. In, um, and what they did, they had two mice. Mm -hmm. One was fat, one was skinny. And they mm -hmm. looked at the gut microbiome. They took the microbiome, extracted it, their poop before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then they gave the fat one, the feces to the skinny one. Right. Did not change their activity at all. Okay. The skinny one became fat. <gasps> they reversed it. They did with the fat one, with the feces and to the, the fat, this out of the skinny yeah, one. Yeah, the, the skinny one, one to the fat one. And now the fat one became skinny. Wow. So they're now they're looking at the gut microbiome and they're doing a whole lot of studies and finding that can almost eradicate and kind of look to what overgrowth of bacteria may be associated with the disease. And they want to cut that off. So, I'm hopeful wow. for the for for this that they're mm. they're, they're doing this. And wow. you know, one of the biggest quotes with Miles, I love with Miles Monroe. 
Yes. He said, when the purpose of a thing isn't known, abnormal use or abuse is inevitable. Mm. And I think we just don't know how God has really put us all together. We're still trying to figure that out. Wow. And even sometimes you get into the natural realm, they can get into the weeds. Mm. You know, everything isn't about a natural pill as well, because Mm. in my tenure, I've seen where people have gone to now doctors want to give you a supplement for everything. Yes, still a pill yes. for an ill. Yeah, yeah. And mm. sometimes it's not what you're eating. Yeah. It's like you said, what's eating you? Yeah, yeah. E- emotion mm. is something constantly moving. Mm. You know, so mm. you have to tame your emotions. Life happens to you. Yeah, yeah. But, you ha- but sometimes you have to look at life happens for you. Wow. I mean, not how you react to what mm-hmm. happens mm-hmm. is what really happens. Like the chicken, wow. I call it the chicken little. <laughs> acorn hits the head, the sky's falling. And it's like, no, sweetie, that was just an acorn that hit your head. You'll be all right. Just keep on moving. You know? Keep on moving. <laughs> keep on moving. Don't, don't stop. Don't give up. You know, don't no. give up. You know, how has the pandemic affected uh, this type of practice? Because, you know, with hospitals being at one point so overcrowded, with, you know, people having, you know, the COVID and, and things like that. Um, and, 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 I, and it might've been before the, the immunizations or whatever, but there's still people that are, that are, you know, going to the hospital. How has pan, how has the pandemic affected the natural, you know, um, plan of medicine, would you say? Because is that a route that people should kind of look more towards, you know, cause we talked about, you know, taking a pill for the ill, but has, people kind of frowned upon it because, you know, you, you think go to the hospital, you know, do this with the doctor saying, and you're almost afraid to take natural remedies, so to speak. Um, is there some aid or some help in that route with, with the pandemic? I mean, I know it's not that we could say do this or do that, but are there some benefits that we can look at with this current crisis that we're in? Yes. For one thing, you're going to have to be your own advocate, pandemic or not pandemic. Okay. okay? And okay. I think when it, you, you, we, like I said, we take a better, better care of our cars and we mm. shop for our cars okay. better than we feel our doctors. If okay. you're paying your insurance, if you're going through insurance, you're paying insurance. And if you don't like what your insurance doctor is telling you and you have a plan, you can mm. do health savings or flex spending account. And now you can go see those doctors that you want to go see. Mm. You are the consumer. You are the CEO of your own body. Wow. So there's a lot of research out there and you can, you can check those out. Now, I always refer to patients if you're looking for a functional medicine. Yeah. And some of these are MDs, there's practitioners, PAs. If you're looking for a functional medicine practitioner, you can always go to um, ifm.org it's the institute of functional medicine who i'm certified okay. through and with that you can find a functional medicine practitioner in your area okay and okay some of them also write prescriptions mm, okay. for me in the natural realm yeah. it went up because now you get the attention now oh. people want to take care of their bodies they mm. want to do what's best for their bodies because they already know if my immune system is in the negative, like if your bank account is in the negative, yeah, yeah, and you don't have another paycheck coming in, mm. you got some issues going, right? Yes, yes. So yes. now they want to make sure that they're taking, like, making sure vitamin D is up to par. They've done studies. Morehouse, better here in Atlanta, did a huge mm. study, even before the pandemic, that people that were in the ICU 
mm-hmm. the lower their the lower their vitamin D, the yes. lower their their chances of getting out of the hospital, the higher wow. the mortality rate was. Wow. Just vitamin D. So when we look mm-hmm. at vitamin D, vitamin D is an immune modulator. It helps okay. build your immune system. Yes. So yes. and then people of color yes. are tend or have a tendency because of our melatonin mm. to block the vitamin D. So we're okay. more vitamin D deficient. Mm. Okay. Mm. And so low vitamin D has also been associated with elevated blood pressure. Wow. Okay? And wow. then when we take these medications, they rob us of different nutrients. So magnesium, mm. like a water pill. If everybody loses the potassium, yeah. what about the magnesium? You need the magnesium for for muscle skeletal. Guess yeah. what? Your heart is the big, strongest muscle. So wow. you need that for the heart. Wow. So there's yeah. different things that, and I, I hear what you're saying, but just mindfulness and emotional yes. and just making yes. sure that, that you get to mm-hmm. somebody that can check these things out. Yeah. You can yeah. see what's best for you. But you right. know, zinc is another one. Zinc, zinc wow. is good. Wow. But you take too much zinc, you don't have enough zinc copper ratio. So you have to really work with somebody yeah. to kind of understand what's going on. Okay. You know, and elderberry is big out there, but if you have autoimmune, I've had some mm. people, it can trigger an autoimmune. Wow. So it's wow. just, you know, that people think that there's drug drug interaction, but there's drug herb interaction. And there's also herb herb interaction in every herb may not qualify for every person. Goodness. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. You know, um, that's a lot of information um, there to, to just be able to know there's some things you can do, but then you can also hurt yourself. So I love the fact that you said, be your own advocate, no matter pandemic or non-pandemic, listen to your body, listen to what's going on and know that, you know, read, learn, um, you know, get in contact with the naturopath just to get some information, you know, look at it on both sides of the fence. You know what I'm saying? Because you're just, if it's not working now, if you've been a lifer going to the doctor and been on pills for 20, 30, 40 years, and you're just going to stay on it till you, till you take your last breath, then don't you owe it to yourself to check out another alternative, another path. And that's what we're talking about today is just helping people to understand that you can get better. You can do some things to help yourself and lifestyle modifications is, is, is a great thing. I love when you're saying just being grateful. You know, if you don't do anything else, if you don't walk away with anything else, just being grateful for three things every day, five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the evening, practice more mindfulness, you know, being kind, seeing the glass, you know, half full instead of seeing it half empty, so to speak, and knowing that it could be real fill up or knowing that if your cup is full, let it run over your cup runneth over, you know, being mindfulness, which has a lot to do with our whole attitude, you know, and things like that. And just, just being grateful. I'd love that. Well, you know, doctor, how can people get a hold of you? I know with the 3d wellness, there's so much that you guys are bursting at the seams with <laughs> technologies and, and different things. How can someone get a hold of you to get more information about the practice, about, um, you know, getting more information about gut health and that, a lot of things that we talked about today. Can you give us some information of how to get a hold of you? Yes, you can go to my website and that's uh, 3D Wellness. That's spelled out. So it's T-H-R-E-E, dwellness.com. And if you would like, I Currently, I'm still offering my 15-minute uh, discovery call. And mm. so the discovery, you can, if you want more detail, okay. but feel free to go to my website. Also, you can follow me on Instagram 
and that's Dr. D.R. period Sanza, S-O-N-Z-A, Curtis, um, on Instagram and or on 3D Wellness on Facebook. So I'm very vocal on Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> and so you can follow me there. And I'm in the process, you know, mad scientists in the lab and we're creating as we speak. Okay. my gut course. And oh, so, yes. interesting. You guys got to hear that. Online. Check that out online. So you could be anywhere around the world to be able to get a hold of Dr. Sonia Curtis and find out about your gut health. You can do this online. That's exciting. Really exciting. Well, friends, we're just about out of time. We want to thank you for listening. If you did not hear the entire broadcast, please visit our website for updates, more information, get information on Dr. Sonia Curtis as well. And please leave a comment at www.roadthenumber2eternity.net. And remember, friends, you are uniquely designed and strategically gifted. Use your gifts to impact the world. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.